have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. great work has earned him a place among the music world's most supremely talented constituents. He is an excellent writer and producer and a most exciting performer. His name is DJ Sean Swift. Damn, it feels good to see people up on it. Cause I remember when, at first they wasn't. Now, guess what they caught from my cousin, the vapors. They caught the vapors. They caught the vapors. They caught the vapors. That you tried to date But a year to make love She wanted you to wait Let me tell you a story In my situation I was talking to this girl From the US nation The way that I met her Was on tour at a concert She had long hair And a short miniskirt I just got on stage Dripping pouring with sweat I was walking through the crowd And guess who I met I whispered in her ear Come to the picture booth So I can ask you some questions To see if you're 100 proof I asked her her name She said blah 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 She had nine pimp pants And a very big bra I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange Cause when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend, she said, no I don't I only have a friend Come on, I'm not even going for it This is what I'm going to say You, you got what I need But you say he's just a friend and you say he just a friend. Oh, baby, you stop with that. Greetings, Atlanta, America, worldwide, internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. Oh, baby, you. You're a shop talking randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kane. I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am so excited. I am. I shall be. I am. We got a lovely starlight in the building. What's up, people? We got the super duper producer Greg in the building. Greg, say what up. Big show. You ain't got you ain't got Greg turned up, Mr. Board Man. Do it again. Yo. Say it one more time, Greg. I can't hear you. Yo. Greg, get closer to the mic. Is it Mike? Is it Greg? Or is it, uh, it might be you, is it Rick Greg. or Greg? No, it's it's it's, it's him. <laughs> no, well, I, the guy behind the balls. The guy behind the glass. <laughs> oh, he just right. not have the balls. We about to fire the producer. He just about to come back on this side. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you the talent, Rick. Come on, you just the talent now. You're no longer the producer. You're the talent. 
nothing. Nothing. You got nope. the wrong. Nope. You have the wrong one. The no, mic isn't working. The wrong one. Uh, I ain't got but so many slots over here, boss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rick I ain't but so many holes is behind the board. Rick <laughs> is on the boards behind the glass. Usually, when there are technical difficulties, that, we know four. who's running. Turn it down and bring. He's it back doing up. his magic. For all of you who tuned in, that intro that we had playing was the great was a mix of the great Bismarcky, the late great Bismarcky. That is nothing, nothing. A few months, a, a few, few weeks, weeks, a couple weeks ago. Thank you. We 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 made this <laughs> yeah. to give him his flowers before he got up out of here, and um, today he, he went home today. Today is the day he went home today. So. Oh, we once again want to say goodbye yes. to the great yes. Biz Market. Sad day, man. Sad day. Sad day. For hip hop. For real hip hop, man. Not this yeah, new, yeah, yeah, not yeah, all this no. new stuff. Just, just be nice. For the real hip hop. For real hip hop. Just be nice. For real hip hop. Tired all this new music. Got my people going crazy in these streets. <laughs> I'm looking at something right now. You you heard it rap a little dirt. No. Yeah. All right, so he headed to jail too. I, I don't know if he's headed to jail, but here's the thing. So I, I'm looking at this right now. Little Dirk got his house invaded, like five o'clock in the morning the other the other day, right? Mm-hmm. He lives in Chateau Alon, <laughs> up in Brazelton, Georgia. He don't uh-huh. own that house though. That's the problem. But what I'm saying is, you should. Th- well, why is that type of crime? Ha- why is that type of stuff yeah, happening I mean, up in Chateau Alon? Exactly. You, you should be doing that, that stupid you. stuff up there. That, yeah, that stuff like, shouldn't be up this, there. At this point, it's like, no, no, sir. You, you, do you know where you were staying? Exactly. Your abode should not have. At least, if it's going to have crime, that's not the type that's, of crime. That's it not the place. Have. You know, and I'm, I'm looking at, and, and sorry, Atlanta, for me to stereotype Atlanta, but I look at that that happened in College Park. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at I'm, that's College Park. That ain't Chateau Alon. You're not wrong. It is definitely I'm just my on, bad, my bad people. It definitely is technically either within or on. It is from 285 and Southern Earth. Yes, if that makes sense. It's yes. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, don't I look, mean, bad is everywhere, but yeah. Come on now, sir. I'm not looking at those type of things happening up there. Shots up there, Lord. that's where you get the people who you know they didn't had a shipment coming in from Savannah and they've been <laughs> trafficking. That's what goes on in houses that cost that much. Yeah, if I, your house costs this much, you gotta up your crime. You gotta up your crime. <laughs> it need to be the feds need to be exactly. the feds like need to be coming to your house at five a.m. Not a, not like some all of D.C. need to be at your house. Not Daryl. They should have resurrected <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover to come to your house. Daryl Pookie and Ray Ray should not. Be coming at your house at 5 a.m. if you're in Chateau Line. That should be the GBI, FBI, oh, DA. Everybody. Man, even MI6. MI6 should be there. They should have came across the pond for you something. But it's the energy. If you bring it, if you take that same energy yeah. to Chateau Elon, which you I don't know what he was paying because that but, that had to be a serious amount of rent. You know what I was telling somebody though? I was like, well, if you if you're living it, if, if you're a rapper, right? And if you're not from Atlanta area, and if you're living at Chateau Alon, you must be hiding from somebody. That's like being in a what's that? What's no, that? not no. No one, no, no one, no, 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 that's no not, street that's, person really knows a, about Chateau Alon. That's Brazil. the point. But that shows the fact that one, they're not from here. Two, they don't really know the area because you get plenty of people Who's not that from see. Here? They see the houses that are up there, and they think, oh, okay, I got this look before me. My house need to be like this. Yeah, what are you but talking do about? you know this area? Wait a minute, what are you talking about? People, not to stereotype, but 
people that do this stuff like that that want to just be seen and have a look and be about something it's just like no you, do you know where you the area you just moved to i think you moved there because to me it was like being in that witness protection program no. it's like you hiding out for somebody like they, 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 they ain't looking for you they, they're not gonna look for you in brazelton georgia but they wouldn't have put him up in a house like that either i don't know <laughs> Witness protection don't they don't do you that nice. Sorry. We got a special guest up in the building tonight. Yes, we do. Rick, come on, talk, Rick. Who, 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 our, who our special guest? Hey man. I sent y'all a text yesterday in the chat. Mm-hmm. And I told y'all I was actually nervous about this yeah. conversation that we gonna have tonight. What you nervous for? Because what? of the guy we talking to. Why? Who we talking to? Harper, who this man? Yeah, who this man? This this Slender Man? <laughs> about, who we got here? here? Candyman? Freddy Krueger? Jason? Is it, <laughs> should his name not be mentioned? Texas like, who Ch- who, to? Who's the guy from Texas Chainsaw Massacre? What was it's, his it's, name? It's, it's my nice. homeboy. Cla- a classic city legend is in the building. We got Jeremy V Dog in the building. V Dog. V Dog is in the building. Yes, V-Dog. sir. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, when I say a legend from my city. He's a legend in my city. And why I was nervous is because he's a legend from my city. Okay. Um, oh, it's like talking to your heroes. Exactly, because, I mean, he's two, he, um, he graduated two years before us. Mm-hmm. But um, I had the the honor and the pleasure to be able to hang out with him. I I, I grew up. He, he he helped me grow up. Okay. I watched it. <laughs> Got a funny story to tell you. Uh, like the here, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we on the football team, you know, you know, um, like I said, I was two years behind them, yeah. and so you know, once the C the C team season is over, you move up. Okay, yeah. So I moved up, you know, a little scrappy, you know, I done did my thing on C team, I'm out there. So you know, they make a scout team, mm-hmm. everything. So they got the first team offense on the field, and they, you know, put us at. So they put me at linebacker. Now, mind you, I weigh maybe a buck fifty, mm. but I'm playing linebacker. I'm ready. I got all the heart in the world. Got all the equipment on in the world. Got the equipment on too. <laughs> so I'm ready. Now I'm sure they called the 121 sweep. Mm-hmm. And that 121 sweep, he came out, he got the ball, and all I see was me and him. He's the same size. He probably the same size he is now. That running back back then? Yes. Not quite this big. About 210. About 210. Hey, no. <laughs> you know what Eric Dickerson looked like? Yeah. That's that's this this man look like Eric Dickinson coming around that corner. He had the goggles on. He wore the goggles, everything. <laughs> hey dog, when he came around that corner, did you have the curl? Oh, no, I didn't have the curl. Yeah, he had the curl on. Hot top. Did he, he, <laughs> he bosworth you? Uh, no, 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 no. He didn't get to hit me. Oh. when he came around that curve. Oh, 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 hey, hey dog. He, hey. I, I act like he shook the shit out of me. Least, I don't even think he made a move. I, all I know, he hey, he came around that he, low, high stepping. <laughs> Bro, I was I, I don't, you gotta make a business decision. I made a business decision that day. <laughs> it wasn't worth it, man. It wasn't worth it that day. That's when you're supposed to jump on their shoulder pads, man, as they run by you. No, no, you're supposed to weight them down. No, no, but at least you're trying. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It shows you're trying. Well, no, no, no. I, I helped I helped his agility points. Cause I said he shook me. <laughs> what happened? Hey man, he shook me. Hey, no. I, I overran the blade. No, no, I wasn't to put myself through that. Sometimes you have to make a business decision. You can't add the stats for the other person. That's not how this works. Hey, I'm helping the team. I'm hep- I was helping the team. It sounds like it's about good. building confidence. Like I want to build his confidence. You know? <laughs> you know? That sounds like a good business decision. But nah, and also you talking about 
at that time, and um, I also know that when we got ready to run 40s, they wanted somebody to run with him. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I'm fast. Yeah. So I ran with him. Dog, he beat me by two yards. Still beat you by two yards. He beat me by two yards, dog. This, 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 that's who this guy was on the football field. Athens City Classic. Classic City. Classic City Finals. <laughs> a hero. <laughs> it's a hero. I, bro. Well, talk to us. Tell us tell, tell us about yourself, there, Mr. Vidal. Well, first of all, I want to thank Brother Rick for a great introduction. <laughs> and uh, you remember that play? Oh yeah. You remember? <laughs> I remember very well. I remember he got scared. I saw the spear in his eyes. But see, what what Brother Rick didn't understand was by him being my baby brother. When I turned that corner, I wasn't gonna try to run over. I was just gonna give him a little quick shake. Yeah. But he helped me out anyway by just. <laughs> Acting like I shook him in there and kind of fell to the ground. I just went on down the field, you know, so. You were going to hurt him. Nah, that's my brother. Hey, man. And then he left there, went on to Ole Miss. Okay, played at Ole Miss? Yes, sir. Okay, what year? 92, 93. Okay. But before I went to Ole Miss, I went to JUCO. I went to Northeastern Oklahoma A&M. Okay. And stayed out there a year and a half, graduated. Then I ended up transferring back to Ole Miss. Yeah. So I had a chance to play uh, in the SEC, which was a great, great experience playing against, you know, the, the best college football players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, top notch. I mean, world class. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Running back? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who some of the players that you remember playing against? Oh, I played against Terrell Davis, Oof. Garrison Hurst, mm. uh, Derek Lassick, Sherman Williams. Uh, I mean, just so many great, great players that end, on the go, you know, that end up going on to the NFL yeah. and having great, great careers. Okay. Yeah, I'm, that's, um, that's a good competition, too. Man. You just need a good competition running backs right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember one, another one of our homeboys, um, the guy that, you, that, that fell in love with Starlight, Jeff. Oh. Me and Jeff. What's that one called Starlight Buttercream or something like that? <laughs> Mustard, honey mustard. Yeah, what do you call it? Honey mustard, uh, chicken, chicken wings or something. Like that. What do you call it? Thought we had lived that day. Hey, right? I was like, you, you, but you have to hear Jeff. Y'all don't get that pep in the pew on the phone right now. You have to hear Jeff tell the story of watching him um, run against George. Okay. The year he ran against George yeah. at, 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 at UGA. Yeah, I, I gotta go see the film. I need to hey find man, this, him. Hey man, he he, he was him. <laughs> this guy was special man. Like I said, uh, classic city legend man. Okay, but why you know? You didn't tell us why you nervous though. Why you nervous to speak? Because he's I, and, and it's see like see like when my cousin say um she calling yeah and because ain't nobody <laughs> they did it before did what hold on <laughs> Riri, he's so nervous right now I, I don't even like, he's so nervous right now I can't even say what like, you're saying Riri ain't called before she ain't called before no Oh, 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 yeah, because her name Riri. Yeah, that's my nickname. Yeah. Oh, he said, oh, Marcia just showed up. Why is Marcia? Everybody, Marcia. Whatever. She, she, no, no, she's family. She can show up when she wants. Yes, she is. She can show up when she wants. Dr. Marcia Thurman is family. Yes, she is. Yes, yes, she is. Hey, that's why she's here tonight. That's why she's here tonight. Why are you here tonight, Doctor? Dr. Marcy. Like I wanted to see my homie. I have not seen him in years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Marcy? How you doing? <laughs> this the man. <laughs> All right, who else going to come through? Vince Dooley? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they made the mistake. They made the mistake. 
<laughs> they made a mistake. Come through here. Uh, I'm, gonna figure, oh, I'm trying to figure out who else Matthew's <laughs> about to come through. We got a good one in the house tonight, man. But yeah, um, I mean that's it, man. We just um hit a um celebrate him and then just hear his story. Okay. Because some things happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was tested. Mm-hmm. And today we uh, we got him here to uh, hear his testimony. Okay. Nice. Um, like I say, bro, to see him again, he looked like you got a you got a down left in it. When last time you saw each other? Probably, Probably when y'all gradu- when y'all graduated a couple times together. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's some, yeah, that's some yeah. time, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's some time. So how do y'all get reconnected after after, after <laughs> the Great American Facebook? What is Facebook for? What's that boy named Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. Yeah. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Thank you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yes, sir. Cat doggone genius. Yes, sir. Cat dog Zuckerberg brought us back together again. Bringing people back together. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta like it, man. But yeah, this, this, like I say, um, I think this is going to be a great conversation, man. Okay. I really do. I really do. Hold on. I ain't got to answer the phone. Okay. Somebody's in the shop, apparently. We got people. So 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 wait, wait all right so do you want to get in the story now or do we want to get in the story after the break? Do you want to get in the story now or you want to get in the story after the break? We'll get into it after the break. After okay. the break? Okay. Okay. When we come back, um we're gonna talk about it. You know, we're gonna talk about the high school day. Okay. Growing up in the classic city, going on to um Northeast Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Ole Miss. And a few other turns, twists and turns. Yeah, because it's your show. This show is show, V-Doll. Show, show, I'm calling you V-Doll, V-Doll. <laughs> it's your show, V-Doll. A few, a few other twists and turns that shaped the man that you are today. Yeah. Amen. If you don't mind. Where you been since 89? What's been going on since 89? We're going we're gonna to talk to you about it. That's what, that, but that's, what, okay. that's what this show is about. Where you been and what's been going on since Rick saw you in 1989 till today. Hey man, but hey, well, uh, you know what? We surely are rude. Why is that? How you doing, bro? My brother? I'm doing great, man. I can't complain, man. I'm living life. How's everybody else doing? I'm sorry. We good. We good. Truly blessed. Everybody that's truly blessed. That's how you know you good. You can just start a conversation and talk. It ain't forced. That's when you know life is good. Exactly. And you know we're not. Nobody's in here bitter right now. Exactly. I gotta. I gotta shout out to some. I got some bitter friends right now who like. I don't even know why they bitter. <laughs> but they're very bitter. They wake up every morning bitter. Just go back to sleep. What happened? I don't know, man. What you do? I don't know. They're just bitter. They're just bitter. And I'm just, and I, you know, I have to try to tell them, stop counting people. You know what it is? These these brothers are, are successful. They're, they're, there's three brothers, and they're, they're, they're successful. But I'm like, they wake up, and I think they count people's money. And like, oh, he doesn't really make that, and he doesn't make this, and that's not really that amount. And... And I'm like, bro, why Let's are you counting? Don't you. worry. Yes, don't worry about other people's money. Let's find something else to be, focus on. Yes, be happy with what y'all living well. Just be happy with what you got, bro. So I'm like, yo, other than that, I'm good, man. But I just want people to stop being bitter. We got so many people who are bitter. Wendy Williams <laughs> sounded very bitter. <laughs> yes. When yes. she talked about Tabitha. You know, Tabitha Brown, Tabitha Brown, Tabitha Brown yeah. and her husband's situation. Like, like I was saying before the show, mm-hmm. I understand why Wendy felt that why Wendy said it because Wendy was speaking from a, a personal 
life experience. A person who did And she was, Whitney was hurt. Yeah, she was speaking from a place of hurt. You can even hear it in her voice. Oh, yeah, she, she was still hurt. She ain't never, yeah. she ain't gonna let that hurt go. And that's part of what's keeping her bitter because yeah. she's holding on to the hurt. That's yes. true. She has to let that go. True. Yeah. And that was part of um, what. Tabitha Tabitha's response was she really said like when she said that she was like I am actually sorry for the fact that you went through that yeah. but you have to let that go and when she okay, said I pray love on you yeah. so that you she was like that you understand that okay. love can be out there and I was like that's what you got to give to people it's like yeah. when you see somebody hurt the worst thing you could do is try to hurt them back and Wendy needs to forgive her husband for what he, whatever he did how and much also ever, forgive the herself. she needs to forgive herself she needs to for, uh, forgive him forgive herself forgive yeah. anybody else that was involved anybody that she's holding anything against it needs to be let go because yeah. it's yeah. not especially with all of her health issues and all that stuff it's not going to do her good at all but maybe she wouldn't be real but maybe that's her that's her thing though that bitterness is what gives her her ratings. Like if oh, she was no, just that's pleasant, her. That's I mean, yeah. Because if she was pleasant, would she still be no. as successful? Some people that's their. I'm not gonna say shtick because it's actually her. Yeah. It's not a shtick. Yeah, she's like just her, that way. She has a natural pettiness about her, but it's the way that she's gone yeah. about it for almost thirty years now. Yeah, it's like that's her. But the hurt part of that relationship, mm-hmm. she's gonna have to let that go. Yeah, I mean, because you can't. And you can, like you say, you can see it all on them. Mm-hmm. You can see the bitterness, the hurt. And when she start talking about relationships, you can see it on them. Yeah. And so she got to find a way to get rid of it, and she needs to forgive him and forgive herself. More so than what she said about the whole relationship, the relationship, Tabitha Brown's relationship, I was, I was more upset because I felt Wendy gave her shade when she said, this woman ain't Tabitha Brown. And then people started clapping. She said, oh, clap for her if you know who she is, because... I don't know who she is. She's like uh some. She's an she influencer. Does that quite a bit. Yeah, she's she's been. Can you hear me now, Ray? Yeah, okay. The yeah. way she, she did that. that she's she been doing. That? She's been doing that for a while. There, like if there was a someone like it was a guy who was famous on TikTok, and I mean I didn't know who he was, but it was still kind of a sad story. He he was he was murdered, mm-hmm. and the but the way that she was describing it, it's kind of like if you don't know who this guy is. Why is this a story on your show? Because her yeah. it's the way her producers bring stuff. But, in, but the even, producers didn't even know who this guy yeah, was Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just be like, oh, it's in the news. Talk about it. Talk about it. And it's just like, no, it's okay. And that's the thing. Like, her show like, used to be. bad producing. It her, is. Her show, <laughs> even as bad as she was, how she would talk about it, everybody's business. Her show used to be where if she actually knew something about it, then she would speak about it. She, or she might come back later and be like, oh, I heard about this. Like, I had no idea about this. And she would say something, and then somebody in the crowd might say something back. She was like, oh, okay, that's what it was. But it's like now, like you said, she's got this air about her because of what she went through and how it was public yeah. and everything. And she's now, it's just like anytime it's a situation where she could possibly tear somebody down, like you said, and, and throw the shade. Yeah. She's throwing it hard, and it's just like, you don't have to do all that. Well, your, mean, your, the people that are your fans are going to be your fans no matter what, ma'am. They're not They're not going to be. <coughs> They've they been with you this long. It's there. You ain't got to do that. Well, I need Being her to have hard. a pre-production meeting or something. Because if you don't know who you're about to talk about or what you're about to talk about... I need to figure out yeah, what it is. Yeah, it, it doesn't come off well. I mean, I don't watch the show anyway, so, I mean... Well, that's me throwing shade, I guess. Also, we finna get ready to go to break. We finna get ready to go on radio. But um, before we do, I want to um, salute and celebrate um, 
Senior Chief Jameson Matthews. Jay, salute to you, bro. Mm-hmm. The day he was the last day he um asked permission to go on Liberty. Okay. The day he retired out of after uh, 26 years. That's what I'm talking about. Good job. Did he do the walk down the little aisle thing where y'all hold the suit? Nah, he didn't. Nah, he, don't y'all he, hold he, he did, he did like you did. Like he did like you. What? Just but y'all got a good sermon, but don't y'all but hold he, the He did like you did. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do it with the, yeah, the whole sorts. Everybody, y'all, you know, y'all line know, up on like, the... Y'all little ceremony the, be real um, nice. Okay. I know. Yeah. He should do that one. Nah, he he did like you did. Don't do like what I did. He did like you did. We don't. Y'all don't want to be celebrated. and Y'all don't want nobody to give y'all props and Big so y'all anybody, anybody can give at least make it sound years. like like Will just like left is like all right y'all basically <laughs> that, that's that's basically what he did. <laughs> that's, like, that's actually what he did. <laughs> he pulled his SpongeBob was like all right I'm gonna head out. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what he did. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all know I love y'all, though, people. Y'all know I love y'all. I mean, y'all. you Georgia. gave over twenty years, Georgia so at Bar. this point, at this they point, know, it is what it is. But like I say they to my boy, Senior Chief, retired. Jay Matthews, salute to you, my brother. Yes, sir. Fair winds and following seas. And with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Classic City on hometown hero. Um, V-Dog is in the building, y'all. Call in 404-603-8770. I did say it right. Oh, right. So we're going to do that. Um, we will be right back. Yes, sir. <laughs> AM 1100. with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. But now I got rolling stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Mama, young, smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey, if a ever try me or play me, I buy him my ice dot shovel. Dig your own grave, you pledge yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You pledge yourself. If a ever try to fillet me, huh? I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. I can see through the. I think that my skills get better. get better With a stick, I'm at peace, Mandela, Mandela. I'm willing to feed whoever Who? How can I help you? Nobody judge you but God, God. You can watch us beat the odds beat it. This is no cat, no facade Young, rich, and black, and we gon' beat the charge we gone. I'm spending cash, no card I'm liking her natural, no fraud If she got a fake, of course Girl, ain't nothing wrong with enhancing this yours From the back, from the back, we enjoy it Hundred rack, I'm attack with my boy Got the clip poking out, we be showing Anybody check out, we be knowing And then I in and out, we be going on a 757 bond. And my AP same size as the phone. Better get you some bread where you from. I spent my meals on the crib. Cover myself up and then it's my shield. I spent the dime, go run you a drill. If you do the time, come home to a meal. Double my skill, sell another deal. G6 pills, money give me chills. I make the hit a sheet meal. I make the stick hit when I.
when I'm in the field. I made you lick it up like ill. Spend a hundred racks on the teeth, not a grill. Looking at your diamonds on your neck ain't real. You a let the Draco kill. Heard what I said. Spinning your block every day till you dead. Big on the edge, coating my man. Open your legs. I put my stick in the bed. We shooting, not fighting like Craig. They DM, they still in my thread. They ain't never give us our cred. Cut it, rose gold with the face, ruby red. Put a hole in your head, not your legs. Put my hands on her head, she a pair. M I G O G, that's the said. That P O, I'ma just pair. Why gush in my lemon, it look like it's out. Bino, I hate your bitch, he said, ouch, hit a high note. I'm rich, you rich, like Lino. Count your blessings, don't worry about the rivals. Grandma told me, go read the Bible. Should've listened, still look at the sky though. Sipping, this not the Moscato. I'm gifted, I'm smoking gelato. We came in the door and they taking the flow, call it repo My doggy gon' bite, no Chico Get hit with the Draco and make him with Rico Ain't shopping Rodeo You wanna see the three Mingo, then turn on your Vivo The red color mayo Cutting up cheese like I ate a bag of some Cheetos They must forgot we the Migos Straight from the knife out the bando I done been quiet for too long I cut that Cuban, it's two tones I heard he trapping, they tapping, they static Tell that boy go get a new phone I done been luck out the new home Avalanche with the blue stone I'm just can't find the fit. My neck is a fridge. Just rings and bricks. I retro the kick. Ain't giving no kiss. I'm giving the dick. You stand too long, like you seen the ghost. So whip out your camera, take you a pic. So when you get home, get back on your phone. Zoom in on the flick and look at the drip. She asked me to pay for that to get lift. I told her I'm better off giving you a lift. Think I'ma put all my trust in her for no benefit. Tell her go jump off a cliff. I got to steal a cup of that purple for ice in my drink just to keep it on chill. Look all that talk, you ain't been in the field. Never my back account, they give me chills. Take off. Now go. <laughs> Greetings, Atlanta, America. Double I'll break in front of a break. Greetings, break. Atlanta, America, world, worldwide internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM. The Real. This is Talking Randomish. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang. I, I am in the building. I am on the boards. I am behind the glass. I am. I shall be. I am. The lovely Starlight, the lovely Starlight is in the building and she has me messed up right now. She's making me. What's up, people? Greg is in the building. He's a still the super duper producer. Greg, say what's up. Big sure. Yo. <laughs> Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good old fashioned barbershop style conversation in this ain't barbershop. No conversation. No conversation. I mean, no damn conversation is taboo. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. Will, what is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say. Just don't be mean when you say it. Starlight, please tell the people what to do to be a part of the show. And for those that would like to call in that are local, it is 404-603-8770 or... If you're in your mammy baby, please let her know. It's not one of them nine, 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 Please let your mama know it's not one of them freaky deacon numbers. At least it won't be tonight. <laughs> Please let her know the call is on us. We gonna pay for it. The phone number is one triple eight nine two six seven five six two. Why not want to say nine two five? I don't know. 
That's why I had to look at it because I really wanted to say 925. But right now, you can find us on Talking Random Ish Facebook page and YouTube page. We are live. That's T A L K, comma up top. Apostrophe. And T A L K, comma up top. Apostrophe. And that's Talking Random Ish. You can find us right now on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. You can find us. Oh, okay. Wherever y'all pod. Hey, I'm sorry, man. Hey, I'm sorry. He, he, he I, a little awful. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm looking at it. Charlie done messed me hey, up. Hey, that's terrible. Oh, oh, you told you, me. Oh, Charlie done messed me up, y'all. I'm sorry. Tell him what you want. No, 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 no. We're going to play it next week. We're going to play it next week. It'll be our song for next week. It's terrible. It's absolutely I'm sorry, terrible. I'm so sorry, man. Hey, she got me with it's this It's not one. that bad. It, it's terrible. It's not that I, bad. I, Smokey Robinson got me with the eyes. I didn't know Smokey Robinson. Yeah, he Smokey thought they were contacts. No, he thought they was contacts. <laughs> he looks like no. a cat. Did they, have, did they have green contacts? Not this green. No. Yes, no. Not this green. Yes, they are. They've always been that color. This green? Yes. This is like my. That's his same I hair color, same Ms. skin Mackenzie. color. That's People why they like made Miss him Miss eyes. Exactly. He was Smokey and them. Like the miracles was them. I can't even name any of the other miracles. Claudette, bang, bang, bang. the well, wife, his wife, yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's not it. And them dudes. And, oh man, my boy, Classic City hero, Classic City finders. When he came around that corner, looking like Harry Dickinson, <laughs> shook. My, my knee got jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me fall. <laughs> I ain't want to get hit by that man. <laughs> Don't get trumped, man. Hey, but we got Jeremy Vito Beasley in the building, man. It's such an honor. I am ecstatic. Like I told him, this is, I texted him yesterday and told him I was nervous about having this conversation. Because, like I say, because of what you meant to me, the city of Athens, your classmates, um, your story, and the fact that you're willing to come and talk about Vito in the barbershop, in the place where we had these type of conversations. And um, the floor is yours, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. Um, When I seen you get out of the car, I looked. <laughs> Dude, how many how many downs you got left in you? <laughs> I mean, for how many? I might got one more left Let's in see, one, one more. One, just one. One. That's it, bro. I mean, come the bulldog. We got a season coming up. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much eligibility, eligibility, you got. No. you got left. Um, <laughs> it's not a word. The Falcons look for a running back. Bad. Yeah, we bad. They definitely need one. <laughs> bad. One down. I think got we got some cap space now. <laughs> <laughs> we can pay you. Uh, I mean, because I mean, and we need short yardage. We do. We, we need short yeah, yardage. Bad. Yeah. We ain't been able to get we that one zones. yard. We ain't got zones. that one yard in about fourteen years. That <laughs> <laughs> one yard. Still, still trying to get that one yard. But yeah, you home from a journey. But I don't want to start there. I want to start coming up in the classic city. What was it like for you, man? Oh, man. Big man on campus always. <laughs> what was that thing like for you? That was a great experience, Brother Rick. I mean, you know, we all grew up basically from, you know, Little League, middle school, 
high school and, uh, you know, growing up in Athens, we were all family. And um, being able to grow up around, you know, you guys in Athens, I mean, you know, that's something that I will always share because we meant so much to each other and we still, yeah. you yeah. know, and um, it, was, it, it was just a great experience, man. Uh, I love Athens, you know, even though I don't frequent it too much anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's going to always be the uh, home. The number one spot, man. Yes, sir. Classic city. And I would like to say what's up to all my brothers and sisters in Athens. I miss y'all and I love y'all. But God been good to me. It's a testimony. When did you start playing ball? Oh, man. Well, I started playing in the backyard with my brothers. Uh, my brother, he was five years older than me. Okay. So I was the runt. I was so small, but... God blessed me to start perfecting my craft by just playing sandlot football, you know, and, and you know, being in the backyard playing and me being the smallest and taking that punishment. Mm -hmm. So I always felt when I got around guys my age that I was unstoppable. Oh yeah, you see them tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I always knew if I could play with those guys who was twice my size and hold my own, I had no fear of nobody else. And that really helped me as I grew up and, and went from one level to another level to be, you know, not cocky, but confident in the talent and the abilities that God has had given me on the football field. Yeah. And uh, just utilize it, you know, put it to great use, enjoyed it. But one thing I wasn't prepared for, uh -huh. and I think I don't, I don't read a lot of stories about guys they don't be prepared for life after football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always thought that when I stopped playing the game, it was going to be on my own terms. Mm -hmm. And whether we're through an injury or just, you know, through years of playing where you just can't play no more. Yeah. That was my dream. That was my desire. But God chose otherwise. We 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 gonna we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. I, I, I can't help but we, talk I, I, about we it. Gonna, we gonna we definitely gonna get to it. We definitely we definitely gonna get to it. So um, see the show. Oh yeah, magnificent career. Oh yeah, I mean uh, still to the day in the record books, and uh, you know my senior year of high school we had the opportunity to beat our crosstown rival. Clark Central, Clark Central, who had beat us 13 years in a row. Man. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have switched schools. <laughs> you know what? I quit. But you know, Rick, that, that's the main reason I never went to Clark Central because the coach at the time, Billy Henderson, yes, sir. he tried to get me over the there. Great. But the I, great wanted, I wanted to be on a, on a team at Cedar Shoals. That beat him. That beat Clark hey, Central. Hey, man. That, 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 nice. Exactly. Because I stayed – my high school years, I, I moved to um, Sunset. Mm -hmm. So I lived off Sunset. But I wanted to go, I went all the way back to see the show because well, I, I wanted to beat Carson. No doubt. Did y'all end up beating him? My senior, 1989. Okay, good yeah. job. Good job. <laughs> hey, give, 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 give applause for that one right there. Y'all finally got over that home. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. I know close to uh, about 200. About 200? Yeah. Damn. Even though the score was just 3-0, uh, what's the final? Yeah, 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Real football. Yeah. 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 It was some good. Hey, hey, doing, That's that those, smash mouth football. I know them four years and a few years. That was some great football. It was some great football going on in Athens, especially between us and them. Oh, yeah. Man, it was some. Ooh. Woo! You can remember going down in Death Valley. Oh, yeah. You could just feel it. The intensity. I'm talking about it was just that vibe. But you know, Rick, what was so great about that experience, that experience is that, like you said, we all grew up playing Little League ball together. Yeah. And I played with the AYO, the AYO Lions, but a lot of guys that went to Claude Central, you know, they played with the Dolphins yes, sir. and the Colts. Yes, sir. So it was a rivalry from Little League all the way up through our high school mm-hmm. since we played mm-hmm. against and with each other for such a long period of time. Yeah. And, um, the greatest victory was defeating Claude Central. Amen. I mean, Amen. Nah, nothing else matters. The greatest experience yeah. I ever had playing football in high school. Yeah. Even if I don't get a state championship. Even if I didn't get a state championship. We beat y'all. That's what it means. We beat Claude. We beat Claude Central. We beat Claude. I mean, that's, we beat Claude. That's, you can wear that. I beat him. I beat Claude. Yes, sir. How many letters? Recruiting. What was recruiting like? Oh, man, I think my very first letter I received was from Purdue University, mm-hmm. uh, then Clemson, Auburn, you know, Georgia, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Ole Miss, uh, quite a few Division One offers. And uh, I don't think I ever got one from the Florida Gators. Oh, we need that. We need that. We need that trash. Okay. What you need? Toilet paper. Why didn't you choose Georgia? Well, actually, um, Georgia was the school that sent me to Northeast Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But by the time I graduated, Vince Dooley had left. And Ray Goff came in. And Ray Goff brought in the scat backs, the smaller running backs. Mm -hmm. And I was a big running back. And that's what Vince Dooley liked, big running backs, 220, 225, Mm -hmm. 230. And after Vince Dooley left, my recruiting tie was just kind of, yeah, went to the wayside. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so I ended up, you know, choosing Ole Miss. Like I was telling Rick earlier, the only reason I, I chose Ole Miss, and no disrespect to the to the school, because I'm grateful and thankful for the opportunity they gave me, but that was the closest SEC school that uh that I could go back and transfer to and actually play mm-hmm. that wasn't that far from home. Okay. But if I had a chance to do it over again, I would have went to LSU. Yeah. You know, but the distance and my mom. Yeah. She used to drive. So I, I had to definitely look out for the amount of you know mileage that she had to drive by mm-hmm. herself, compared to five and a half hours to nine hours. Mm-hmm. So I ended up choosing Ole Miss. Oh, you think like a good son? That's so that nice of you. What, what was that college experience like? Oh man! When, when you got there, and I'm tomorrow the months, them big boys. Uh, hold on, let's talk about that recruiting first, because all right, so because we always hear about the recruiting process, like when they bring you on campus and everything, and they take you around and they bring all the pretty girls around you. <laughs> you had the little pretty girls around you. Well, when, like, they, when they brought you on the official trips and everything like that? Oh, yeah. Visits. I mean, you know, uh, when you first get there, they have somebody, uh, a recruiter, like another guy on the team. Yeah. And he'll be assigned to you. And their number one objective is to take you around, you know, show you a good time, yeah. show you all the hot spots. You know, and, of course, they have, you know, females that they introduce you to. Anything to try to get you to sign that letter of intent. Yeah. So the recruiting process was real nice. I mean, flying first class. Yeah. I mean, uh, all over. Where, whatever school you was being recruited by, now mm-hmm. they they treat you like a king when you got down. 
But when you but when you get there, when you get there, get there, pretty girls still there. <laughs> <laughs> they still showing up. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. I don't know if it was just a scam <laughs> because I'm just saying sometimes it's like a scam. They, they like oh, you so let's get you the sign and then what you sign. <laughs> Like ain't no more pretty girls no more. Yes, sir. <laughs> and then you heard what because old Miss had what that corner. Oh, now that's in Tombs Corner. That's in no, no, no. They get no. Oh, old Miss got a got a corner. what's that walk? Oh, called the Grove. The Grove. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they say that Grove. It'd be nice at the Grove. It's the number one tailgating tailgating yeah. spot in college football. Oh, it is. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It is a big, big place that nice. just everybody hang out yeah. and you know. And we had to walk through the Grove to get down to the football field. You know, the while the fans be standing, you know, cheering you on, trying to, you know, pep you up, get yeah. you ready for the game. But it, it is a beautiful, beautiful place. Okay, after COVID leaves, I'm going to do like a college game what was the, road trip. Um, what was the difference, I guess, on campus field of JUCO versus the bigs? Size. You know, JUCO, it just barely a upgrade above, uh, above high school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but division one you know like georgia big campuses uh game day 80 90 000 fans whereas in juco you was lucky to have 300 fans mm-hmm. so like on the team yeah. where you where you look there be like oh okay yeah he play on the team at juco on you know versus like wow he's on the team when you got the old miss well like i said um I guess the, the bigger difference I seen was the kids, mm-hmm. because when when you play big time football, uh, after the games, all the little kids run up to you, you oh, know, want yeah. your autograph, want yeah. your gloves, and, and just you know say, oh, I love the way you run the ball, I want to be like you when yeah. I grow up. That was the biggest difference because in JUCO, you being such a little small town, yeah, you didn't have a lot of kids coming around like that, so. You made me think about when I was young and Tracy Ham used to come off the field down the state yes. in Georgia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man, we used to run up the track. Tracy! <laughs> Tracy! You could tell, Tracy was like Randall Cunningham, yeah. John Elway. Tracy played pro! No, no, son. Tracy played like two divisions. <laughs> 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 that was nothing. Tracy was nice. Yeah, yes. Tracy was the man. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy was the man. Yes. Um. So once that was over, your senior year, was you was, was you was you a big prospect to uh, to go to the league? Or what was that like? What was it? Yes, uh, matter of fact, the agent that I had at the time, you know, agents have connects with the GMs, yes, mm-hmm. and they can kind of call around and see what you projected to go to the NFL and all this. My lowest grade was the fifth round, mm. fifth, sixth, seventh round, and free agency. Okay, mm. and. When he first told me that, I mean, you know, I, I was ecstatic. I'm, I'm the happiest person in the world. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, my dream is, you know, finally finna come true. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And on draft day, when I'm sitting there watching the draft and at the rounds again later and later, the phone never rung. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and my agent told me, and I know I played good enough, at least get a trial or something. Yeah. Phone never rung. And when I did hear from my agent, he was like, I done exhausted all, everything I can do. And I'm like, wow. But I still end up having a, uh, an opportunity to try out for the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I end up getting cut from that. And that's when things kind of start going downhill for me. 
you know, because like like I was saying earlier, I wasn't prepared for life outside of football. And I ain't going to say I got depressed, but I, I, I just felt lost. Mm-hmm. And what happened? being lost allowed me to start letting people or uh, allowing myself to enter into a circle of people that I knew I shouldn't have been hanging around or dealing with. Mm-hmm. And that's no disrespect to them. I'm not saying I'm better than them, mm-hmm. but you know better. Yeah. And uh, that situation led to me getting some major, major, major trouble. And uh, I got in, I got locked up in January 1996. I was convicted in 1997. And I went on to serve 22 years, four months in prison. Yeah. What happened? Well, without going into detail, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. about the situation, a person lost their life. Mm-hmm. I was there. I always maintain my innocence, just like I do now. But people got to understand, in the state of Georgia, you don't have to take someone's life Mm-mm. to be convicted of murder. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Just by you being there, yeah. Mm-hmm. You gonna be uh, charged and tried just as well as the person who actually committed the crime. Mm-hmm. So after I was convicted, you know, I, I always sit down and I ask the Lord, you know, why me? Because you go from being on such a high level in sports, you know, playing on ABC, ESPN, and you never expect that something like that is going to happen to you mm-hmm. until it happens. And when it first happened, I was just so embarrassed and sure and so ashamed. Not only did I let down my mom, I feel like I let down you already, who looked up to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so after, you know, continually asking why, I started getting on my knees. I started praying. And in a very short period of time, God revealed to me why. When he opened my eyes to the fact of why he was allowing this to happen and what he was going to use me to do to help touch people's lives. Because especially the little kids, you know, they all can look at me and see that, okay, man, this guy was a big-time football player. But it don't take but one one mistake, yeah. mm-hmm. and your whole life is altered. Yeah. And once that mistake is made, you got to live with it. Yeah. And that's that's when I truly uh, realized my calling as a child of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And He used me. I spent seven years, three months in the DeKalb County Jail, mm-hmm. the longest anybody ever been in there. And God allowed a lot of people to come up to me and say, how you do it, man? Because it's an old saying that counting time is the hardest time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys want to go on to prison where they can, you know, go outside and, and uh, you just got more, more things to do. Mm-hmm. And the first time God showed me his reasoning was it was, it was an officer named Major Scipio. I never will forget and I had been there about five years in, and God had gave me so much favor with the officer that 
we used to pray together, which we didn't supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. But he was just showing me things. He was opening my eyes to the fact that, man, I'm, I'm finna use you in a major way. And one day, Major Scipio came up there and he found me. He said, I got something I want you to do for me. He said, I got 15 kids coming up here. He said, and I need you to talk to them. He said, I'm gonna come back next week and you let me know what your decision is. So I talked to my mom about it, I prayed about it. And when them kids came up there, for me to be able to share my testimony with them, because like I was telling all these kids, you still got a chance, but you got to be wise. Yeah. You got to be obedient to what your mom and dad is telling you. You got to stay away from that group or, or the kids that trying to mislead you or take you down that wrong path because you don't want to be in this situation where I'm at. And that's the first opportunity that God showed me on how he was using me. And, um, Anytime anybody heard my story or for as my, my athletic background, God always used that to open the door for me to communicate with people. Yeah. You know, whether it was inmates or officers. I had a chance to, to witness to wardens, um, like I say inmates, just just whoever. And that was a great opportunity for me to try to make a difference in somebody's life. You know, and um, God always sent us warnings before destruction. Mm. You know, I, I remember uh, about six months before I got in trouble, a guy tried to talk to me about it, Lord. I'm like, I'm pushing to the side. Yeah. But once I got incarcerated and I was laying back many, many, many nights just thinking, and God was showing me, I tried to get your attention then. Mm. But sometimes we got to go to go through a point of brokenness I mean when you broke all the way down and you ain't got no choice but to cry and get on your knees yeah. and say Lord look I need you because my situation I realized that no man could help me Yeah, I was sentenced to life plus 20 years life plus mm. 20 life plus 20 and all the and I say that to say this Never put your trust in man, because if I put my trust in man and listen to man, I I wouldn't be here today. I'd still be incarcerated, because they always said, "Well, oh, man, you you gonna do twenty five years for they for the parole board even look at you." Mm. And I'm one of the very few guys in the whole state of Georgia that only served twenty two years, four months on a life plus twenty year sentence. I got a lot of friends that was just sentenced to life without the twenty. That's still down there who done did 28, 30 years. Yeah. So that was my opportunity uh, to come here today, which I praise and thank the Lord for touching all of y'all hearts to allow me to come over here and, and share my testimony in hopes that if a thousand people hear this and one and one person is saved yeah. or one person's life is changed, I done did my job. Mm -hmm. And um before my situation, I couldn't boldly speak of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know how you be kind of ashamed. Yeah. But I mean, now I cannot do or say anything without giving Him all the glory. That's because good. for 22 years, four months, I didn't get in one fight. I didn't get one dr, one write up. I didn't get in no trouble. And everywhere I went, He gave me favor. Mm 
in 22 years, you didn't? Wow. Really? Yeah, because it ain't because the guys were scared of me. They were scared of the one that's in me. Yeah. They seen the light of the Lord upon me because, like I, like I was saying, that's how God used me for people to come to me. Yeah. I mean, some of the most uh, cruelest criminals that you could ever come past mm-hmm. or, or either uh, get in, uh, come in contact with, I had a chance to witness to them. And I seen a lot of changes come over a lot of those guys' lives because one thing about doing time like that, people just sit there and watch each other. Yeah. and Because there ain't too much else to do. And you'll be surprised who be watching you from afar. Mm-hmm. And they become curious. And they'll ease up to, you know, it, and, and I always pray and ask God to number my days and help me spend my time wisely. Even though I was incarcerated, my spiritual man or my mental man was not mm-hmm. just my physical man. So I spent my time in prayer, Bible study, Bible reading, meditation, um, theological courses and working out. And if there was somebody else that was on the same thing I was on, you welcome. But if you was on some more stuff, I stayed away from it. Okay. You know, and, and even me by trying to live a life that's pleasing in God's eyes, a lot of people didn't like that. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, is yeah. it was it is it more troubling? Like this, but I had that conception or in my mind, I come up with that. You going to jail, regardless if you're not trying to find trouble, trouble's gonna come find you. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And so that's some. That's why I, I I try to say like, how did you avoid trouble finding you or trouble getting in, with, in into contact with your well, or getting into that confrontation with trouble? It was the Lord's double hedge of protection around me. I, I mean, I always knew that His blood covered me yeah. and He protected me, even if. Uh, a confrontation developed, God allowed me to humble myself and defuse it. You know, even if a guy tried to step to me wrong, God tell us in the Bible to do everything you can to be at peace with somebody. Mm-hmm. Then if, if that person don't want to accept that peace, then you kick the dust off your shoes and you go about your business. Right. But like I said, that's where prayer come in at. You know, because it's a lot of times that I, I could have got into altercation yeah. because some guy would just that evil. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna say they were evil, but they had it in them. yeah, they had it in them. Yeah. The, the enemy had them, had them bad, man. And yeah. but he sustained me. He kept me, and he delivered me. He brought me home. I've been home now almost two years. Okay. And since I've been home, I've been I've been seeing him open doors. And um, right now, I have I'm, I'm a part of my own business okay. called Southside Supply. And uh, my message to everybody is, man, if, if, if you don't know Jesus, yeah. you need to get to know him. Because he, I mean, he, he, he is amazing. He is, he is great. He is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I can't get nobody else the glory but him. Because like I said, I reached out to family. I reached out to friends. And... Like I was telling Brother Rick, when I played ball, you know, everybody wanted to be my friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I come home, yeah, they, they was they were just loving it. But once I got in trouble, yeah. well, you hear that from none of them. That's the way, yeah. But I got one friend that I told Rick about that I wanted to say something to uh say something about him on here. His name is Sammy Beasley. Spud. Sammy, I knew was having a hard time. 
And, you know, everybody that's incarcerated want money on their books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never asked Sam to send me, to send me anything. And the amount that he sent me was greater than any amount of money that I had ever received while incarcerated. He sent me $5. And that five dollar was greater than somebody sending me a thousand because I know he sent me his last. Mm. And like I in first couple years, I developed a lot of bitterness bitterness in my heart mm. because I really felt that people owed me something, or I felt that people should have been more supportive of me outside of football. Mm. But as time went on. And like I said, the closer and closer I got to the Lord, he started working on my heart. He started cleansing it up out of me. And I don't have an enemy anymore. Okay. The only enemy I have is the devil himself. Yeah. But I can go before anybody that has ever wronged me and say, man, I love you, man. And, and But that's because I have experienced the true love of Jesus. Yeah. You know, I mean, and... His love is infinite. And I, I'm, I'm just so grateful and thankful for, an, for another chance. I call it the second resurrection. Yeah. And uh, one of my greatest prayers when I was away, I always asked the Lord, I said, Lord, please don't let me die in this prison. Because I lost a lot of friends that died of natural cause. And I said, Lord, if you can just give me the opportunity to step outside this gate and hug my mom one more time, then you can call me home. Yeah. But I'm still here. And like I said, man, I'm grateful and thankful for it. And I'm grateful and thankful that I had this opportunity to come on y'all's show. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for allowing me to share my testimony. But God is good, man. God is good, bro. The there, there, there's a few people want to holler at you, Vito. <laughs> Hold on, let's see if okay. we can get somebody in here. Hello, what's your name? What you calling? Who you calling? What you want? Hello. Hey, what's going on? What's good? What's good? Who are you and what you want? And it's Draco Thomas, man. I'm just, uh, <laughs> just so touched to see my brother and, and, and hear, hear from my brother again, man. What's oh, up with Draco? How you doing, bro? Then this is let, let, let tell them who you are. This is the Cedar Show athletic director of Cedar Shows in the Classic City. What's good with you, my brother? I'm just uh, just 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 touched by by listening, and uh, you know, man, you've been one of the most humble guys I've ever met. You know, and um, but you, you said the best. You know, God has had His hand on your life. And you being a blessing to others, man, it's, it's just it's just wonderful, man. I sure appreciate that, bro. And uh, I want to tell you something, man. <laughs> to this day, um, you're the reason why uh, Terrell Bell and Mario Foster, they called me Bebo, but it should have been you. Uh, we used to go... Oh, when we used to go to basketball game, now he didn't tell y'all that he was a, a very good basketball player as well. He played in the Final Four and all that. What? But uh, that's right. He used to have, yeah. he used to keep a bag full of the Bebo pies, <laughs> uh, and I'm talking about he used to have a bunch of them. So 
uh, he made them think they were mine. So to this day, them guys still call me people. (laughs) 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 But, but, but man, I just want to tell you, man, uh, Hey man, I love you, and uh, man, I, I I've always enjoyed the time we we spent together. I'll never forget uh, I, I, you t- listening. You talk about 1989, and uh, I remember that night three to nothing. Um, so, you know, we beat beat them all up and down the field, and you know, but we beat them though. And uh, hey, <laughs> uh, it was outstanding. I, you were about to say earlier, and I, I don't think you end up saying it. You know, he does still on the record. Ninety-nine yards uh, at the house. Uh, Nobody's nobody's done that. Nobody ain't broke it yet. (laughs) No sir, no sir, (laughs) no sir. (laughs) But but I don't want to take up too much of your time, man. I know other people probably want to talk to you. I just want to tell you, man, it's it's good to see you here from me. Continue to do what you're doing, and uh, just again, love love you, praying for you, and 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 just, just just glad to see you, man. Love you too, bro. And thank you, man. Love you, Draco. All right. Thank you, man. Who in my barbershop? What you need? What you want? You know what it is, man. What's going on, that boat? Just want to have a minute, Mr. K. Rap the V-Dog. What's Rap going on, bro? Save him that I'm so proud of him, so happy for him. His His story really touched my heart. He touched my heart when I was a little bit. First time I saw him on the field, I'm thinking, okay, I probably should have just went ahead and went off for the basketball team. (laughs) (laughs) He come out there, got this little extra medium shirt on, and it's fitting like a rubber band. And he he decides to go ahead and take it off. I'm like, okay, when we get chest here in high school, <laughs> and, and how do you have somebody look like that? It was it was two. There were two people, him and Jonathan who rock hit yes, <laughs> You don't have bodies like that in high school. There's no kind of face you lifted in high school to look like that. Grown men, buddy. Just natural. The only the only third was Reggie Thomas. Just just you don't look like that in high school. Yes, sir. But Vito, man. That play from scrimmage, man. I, I <laughs> thankfully I was there that night on the sideline, mad because every time the coach was trying to call me to go in the game, I was too pissed off because they didn't let me get in there earlier. <laughs> but I just remember you and Big Jermaine Howard coming outside, and you hit that sideline, and that was over. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was no second, there was no third level. Yeah, that's when that came four three kicked in. Jermaine turned that corner. <laughs> I'm like, that's six. <laughs> what do you mean, Davenport? That's six. <laughs> That's six, and you were on the ten yard line. Then, like he's to the house. This is it. <laughs> yes, sir. And inspiring tell. You still broke my heart going to Ole Miss. Oh, I, tell, man. I tell you honestly, <laughs> it warmed my heart hearing the stories of how you did it on the field. It warmed my heart when I was saying, "My man, my mellow, you don't know what you did for me as a little kid. You did it for me at the boys' club one day." There was one girl I was real sweet on. She was in your class. I ain't going to say her name. But I, I was intimidated. I was nervous. I was scared. And you broke it down to me so naturally and so smoothly just how to approach it. I did it. It worked. But I didn't go no further because I was like, yeah, nah. I wasn't supposed to work like that. I want you to come from me. <laughs> 
Wow. But, dog, man, I, I'm so glad you get to touch the soil again. I'm so glad you got that chance. It tore Athens apart when all that came out. Not knowing the truth of it, you know, the streets was talking. Oh, yeah. But just that thing, just, oh, because you, you were the one for, for me and I'm sure a lot of us. I'm sure Rick can attest to it. We talk about a lot of people going to college. We talk about a lot of people trying to get to the league. You were that guy. I mean, you look like you're supposed to be playing in the league. So I'm like, man, if he don't get there, then why is anybody else trying? I'm not going to take up any more time. I just wanted to say that. I love you, brother. I'm proud of you. Keep pushing. Keep doing your ministry. Get to Athens. Get around us. Get together and talk to these kids. Y'all have a blessed night. You too, bro. Right on. All right. Like we got one more. What you need? What you want? Yeah, I think you just hung up on him. Yeah, I think you just hung up on him. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You good? Somebody just, Somebody just walked in my barbershop. What you need? What you want? What's up, D-Dog? What's going on, bro? Yeah. Who it is that brought you in my barbershop? Who it is? It's Quinn Brody. Man, what's going Blow on? Blow What's good, <laughs> my brother? <laughs> what's going on, brother Quinn? Ain't nothing, man. Just, just you know, congratulate you, man. I don't have a lot of time, man, but I'm just, I'm just congratulating you back, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I'm glad right. to be back. Hold on, hold on. We'll get ready. So a lot of these people haven't seen you since 1989? You... Yeah. Wow. Pretty much. Ain't nothing, man. Just hang on, man. That's good, man. I mean, it's good that they actually get a chance to see you now. So you get, you're gonna have to make an appearance in the. <laughs> you gotta go back. You gonna have to go. We're gonna, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have to have a B dog day in Athens, Georgia. I see right now. Hey, Tiffany, Tiffany Apple. Like Tiffany Apple just hit us on um, Facebook. She was like, uh, "The kids need to hear your story. Bring you to Athens. Yeah. Amen. We need to get you to Athens." Especially, especially with the things that are going on in the world today. Yeah. And and the way kids are. The, the the way that kids are behaving today or acting out today, I don't know if acting out, behaving, or the circles that they're finding themselves into. I think your your story, your real life story, and your testimony could help help save a lot of these kids mm-hmm. nowadays. Because the you often see it that some of these kids seem like they were good kids, but they got just mixed up in the wrong yeah, crowd. That mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, and, and and that's all it takes is that one time. I always tell my sons over in the next room. I I, I always tell him and I tell all my kids, my other two. I tell them, look, y'all don't understand, but the small choice that you make today can impact your life forever. Mm-hmm. So you hop in that car with whomever, and you don't know what they're gonna do, but you do know what that person is about. That could end you in a lifetime of misery. Yeah. So that's what I always try to I always try to relate to them because I've seen it happen to friends of mine who I, I had a great friend a good friend of mine his brother he didn't even know he was being a getaway driver he did not know he exactly. just knew that he was taking them to the store to go get some cigarettes or get some some alcohol or something they run out the store drive 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 he drives off and now he's a getaway driver yeah, yeah. and now he's serving time. Y'all didn't tell me that this was our. This yeah, was. like you just told me to take you to the store. Yes, and you should. You should have told me this. And and the and the and the court system don't want to hear. Yeah, no. That you didn't know or that anybody didn't know. Yeah. But we got to call him. 
Yes, sir. Somebody just walked in the barbershop. What you need? What you want? What's up, man? What's good with you, Joe Wings? Hey, man, I want to <laughs> say, man, I'm so glad to see and, and hear uh, V-Dog, man. I'm just telling you, thank y'all for what y'all doing. Rick, man, this is an amazing show, bro. Uh, this brother right here, man, me and V-Dog on the field. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, <laughs> so, can you imagine practice and being around this man all the time? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. You couldn't man, get that get I'm talking up. about his brother, bro. I'm telling you, his brother went to Wake Forest. He brought the football helmet. Oh, bro, we was, we was, we was done, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Man, great to see you, man. Great to hear your voice, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Ten toes down, brother. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate man, it, bro. I'm telling you, bro, I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> Love thank you, you too, dog. Bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wayne will keep doing what you do, man. Exactly. Yo, man, I ain't gonna hold the line, man. God bless. God thank bless, you, bro. I'm saying, y'all gonna have to, y'all, you guys gonna have to put that day together, man. You guys gonna have to put a V Dog day together now. <laughs> v Dog, man. Uh, uh, see. Do, do y'all see why I was nervous about this, man? <laughs> the, the people in Athens want the V Dog day. <laughs> hey, man. You're gonna have to have it, man. This, 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 this guy was, I mean, he was special. He is special. Mm-hmm. He is special. I'm sorry, Marcy. <laughs> Don't be trying to dismiss me. <laughs> other than, other than, other than, and not to be dismissed. I'm not being dismissive of, uh, you know, finding Jesus or Jesus finding you while you were there. Other than that, what was like one of the biggest life lessons you learned while you were incarcerated? Wow, uh, biggest life lesson I learned. Great question. While, great question. While being incarcerated. Spend your time wisely. Mm-hmm. Be wise in everything you do. Be humble mm-hmm. and be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we all seek a lot of things. And just because it don't materialize right then, don't mean it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. a little hard work ain't going to never hurt nobody. Not at all. You know, trying to get into that fast life and get that fast money. Mm-hmm. That's not the way to go. Either two things gonna happen, you will end up incarcerated or dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, find your talent. Mm-hmm. Whatever God gave gave us all talents. My talent was football, mm-hmm. and I didn't utilize it to my fullest extent, yeah. and it was taken away from me. And God tells you, if you don't use that talent, you'll lose that talent. Mm-hmm. So seek that. Seek Him. What you want me to do, Lord? Lead God and direct me in the way that you want me to go. Lead me into my career. Lead me into my future. Help me be the best that I can be at whatever uh, occupation or job or business that you want me to be in. That's That, that was my life lesson I learned. That's, that's a good one. Got another caller. Somebody else just walked in the barbershop. What you need, what you want? Hello? Go ahead. What you need, what you want. Who is my barbershop? This is Larissa. <clears throat> <laughs> What's up, sis? Hey, Jeremy. How you yes, doing? Yes, baby, we can hear you. Hey, <laughs> did my cousin Riri. <laughs> hey, baby. I just want to say hello to Jeremy, and it's so good to see you um, fulfilling your destiny. And it looks like your destiny is your ministry. And I just want to say how proud of I, proud of you I am, and it's good to see you doing well. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, sis. Do you remember who I am? Oh, I can't believe you asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom and my mom was great friends at one time. I mean, how, how could I, I forget know. that? Yeah. Come I on know. now. <laughs> Riri, Riri, me and him went down memory Wide Lane talking about the day when I was falling behind y'all, <laughs> hanging out, growing up, trying to trying to trying to find my lane. Those are some of the greatest times of my life, right there. Hey, Amen. See the show, class eight or nine. Can't get no better. Yes, and, and, exactly. your, and your girl Marsha sitting right over here. <laughs> yeah, she's sitting here. Tell her, hey, hey Marsha. Hey, <laughs> hey, Riri. Hey, Riri. How you doing? I'm good. Isn't this a good show? Girl, I love it. Yes, we're glad to see V Dog. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okay, I'm giving you the oh, All right, guys. It's good to have you. It's Thank good to have you. Good to Love you, guys. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right, sis. Take care now. So you you mentioned patience was one of the lessons that you learned. Mm -hmm. um, when Rick sent us your information, I took the time out to actually read the legalese of everything of how um, you were able to actually get out. And one, it took patience to go through all of that to figure out what all they were really saying. And can you speak on how you and then also your legal team dealt with the fact that pretty much it came down to just the fact that those in control of the government side just didn't want to do all of their job. Exactly. And, and it caused it to be as long as it was. Exactly. And, you know, one thing about uh, the legal system, not saying because you go get a high-profile attorney that, that, that that's really going to help you, mm -hmm. but it does help to an extent mm -hmm. compared to going in there with a public defender. Mm -hmm. And... I think that was also played a big downfall in me being convicted because I had talked to several lawyers that actually knew me from playing football mm -hmm. and was willing to help me and told me that I can win this case for you. But at that time, you know, they, they 25, 50,000, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, to even take your case and with uh, possibly additional fees being tacked on to that. So, I look at all that also, but, you know, even though the legal team was not up to par, mm -hmm. so to speak, it still was my destiny, my destiny to go through what I had to go through. Yeah. You know, um, and because I know the God that we serve, legal team or no legal team, if he didn't want me to go through it, I wouldn't have went through it. I mean, well, if he didn't allow me to go through that, it never would have happened. Yeah. So that that helped me. That's how I got my peace. Because uh, I was real bitter toward my legal team because I know they, they didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Come on, man. I mean, I did more studying law, helping myself, than my than my actual legal team did. But um, like you said, by me 
getting closer to the Lord and, and uh, establish, establishing that personal relationship with him, all of that, like I said, bitterness and past pain and uh, dwelling on if this would have happened or if that would have happened, he took all that away from me. Mm -hmm. So I, I just left it alone. And matter of fact, I really believe my deliverance came when I put it in his hands mm -hmm. and stopped trying to do it on my own. Because, I mean, you know, my family, my mom spent money, you know, to try to help me. And most of these attorneys, not I, I can't you know, specifically say all of them, mm -hmm. they'll get your money and don't do nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and we, we went through that one time. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part of definitely being a citizen of this country. A lot of people don't know that until they go through it. That, yeah, we're taught this system is supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the most prolific cases came because the actual person who was forced to sit down was the one actually working their case. The one going through the law books to find a precedent, mm -hmm. to find to figure out what happened, to see if all T's were crossed, if all I's were dotted. Mm -hmm. And it's like... It's good that they did because, like, you wouldn't have your Wayne Wrights who are, you know, in the law books or in the history books for doing these things. And even in your case, you just realizing, wait, I never got this step. So how can we now jump over here? Mm -hmm. So even you realizing that a step was missed, because how many times have you said, like, people will get stuck in the bitterness and not realizing where it's like, okay, we get it. You have every right to be bitter if your case was done wrong. But if you release it and you start thinking calmly and start letting patience in and start letting, you know, the spirit lead you, things can go. And it can actually help you and help others that hear your story. Exactly. So it's like just that alone was like I was reading through it and I'm like, I, I get upset, but I'm like, I can't really get upset because I feel the same way. It was like, I know it just wanted to have me out be upset first and then be like, all right, what am I supposed to learn from this? <laughs> and I had to sit back and figure out where's the lesson. But Vito. It was some long days in there. Oh, yeah. Long days and dog days, and you feel like you're by yourself, and and you know you shouldn't be, uh, or you've had a serve with Alan serve. Those days. Those those days. Were there any days when you gonna say, "Damn God"? Oh yeah, I mean, man, it, it, it was a lot of times that I questioned God. It was a lot of times that I I even told God. I'm through with you. I'm closing my Bible up. I ain't reading it no more. I don't know how many times I did that, but the very next day, I couldn't resist it. Mm -hmm. I, I was drawn back to it. The Spirit would lead me right back to it. And I'm through praying, Lord. I'm I'm, I'm just through. You, you, you didn't have to let this happen to me. I'm tired. I'm my mom tired. I mean, it, it's just being controlled when, when, when they go to bed, when they, when they eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, inspections, fighting, stabbing, just, I mean, everything you can think of. I mean, you were right there in the midst of it. And oh, it, it got old very quick. What about, like, when you got out and then trying to find, like, did you try to find jobs? Did you try to find, like, how was the transition out when you got back to the streets? Great question. Good question. Where are you on? Great question. Well, I mean, I'm really. Oh, you, you, you took your ginkgo cooler over? I'm not really starting thinking, you know, because I'm like, 22 years, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 22 years, I don't think they had laptops when you 
Well, I mean, I don't think people were using laptops as frequently. They were definitely. But I don't think they were using them as frequently. Bigger the tables. A computer was bigger than the table. Yeah. Man, when I when I first uh, received my clemency paper, I had to go to a transitional center. Mm-hmm. And I went to uh, the transitional center at, up at Beaufort State Prison in Beaufort, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I was working in Lawrenceville uh, doing construction, putting in water pipes, sewers, drains, and all that stuff. So that really helped me, helped me to assimilate back into society. Okay. You know, being able to go out there, you you ain't got no officer. Cause you really was free. You just had to go back to the transitional center, mm-hmm. and that really helped me uh, get my bearings back. Yeah. You know, cause I, I never, <laughs> I got the shit. Is I never would get the first day I went to work, and we stopped by the quick trip, and I got out the truck, and my legs gave out on me. <laughs> I mean, just being out there and and seeing people walk by. Not judging you and not even knowing you, they just going on about their daily life. Yeah. My legs went out on me. Dang. I was like, I looked around and a, a, a friend of mine's, uh, he seen me and he started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a culture shock. Yeah, it, it, it was. Shock. But uh, after I got the transitional center, I went back to school mm-hmm. and uh, I graduated from Ole Miss. I was only like 12 hours short. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. And I went back. Um, Went online, and I got to give a shout-out to my fiancé, Miss Titania Davenport. Treat. Oh, How you doing, boo? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Miss Treat? Good shout-out to boo. But, <laughs> one of the classic city most beautifulest. No so, doubt. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Truly blessed to have her, bro. But she helped me mm-hmm. navigate you know, the, uh, the laptops. Because, yeah. I mean, that, that was a whole other world I know, for me. I know. And I went online and um, paid for my courses and I graduated in October with a 4.0 grade point average. Oh, wow. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> nice. And now you have a, so now you have a business? You said you have a business? Down. Yes. Um, What's your business? Uh, we deal in uh, any kind of supplies, dealing with heavy equipment. Okay. Uh, even car supplies, uh, truck supplies, parts, mm-hmm. chemicals, degreasers, um, hot trucking. Okay, hot shot. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. we into all uh, the su- su- uh, the supply and demand thing. Yeah. If, if, if you demand it, we can supply it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, it pretty much is not no limit to it. Yeah. But those are our main focus. And we have, have several contracts with the Napa stores oh, and really? Briggs, uh, equipment out by the airport. Okay. So God, once again, He opening doors yeah. and He allowing this business to grow. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity. I need to talk to you off the side about trying, about those contracts because I I was looking at trying to do some hot shot. Oh, for real? Hot shot, yeah. Oh man, it's, it it's in great demand. That insurance, that insurance now. Yeah, you are gonna pay? Yeah. I, guess so. yeah. I have a friend who bought that first of, six months. Yeah. That like, that first six months. I mean, even if you got a dually. I have you, a friend who I had a friend who just brought a uh, Silverado twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. and now it's, it's so funny because he just brought it, and now Chevy is like, "Hey, we want to buy it back from you around for the uh, for the same price that you, we sold it to you for because that truck is in so high demand, such a high oh, yeah. demand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I guess because a lot of a lot of people are doing the hot shot mm-hmm. business and everything. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. freight is in great demand. I yeah. mean, I mean, everybody looking for somebody. Logistics ain't going nowhere. Nah, yeah. nah, it's, it's, it'll be there. But like I said, now even the insurance on a dually is yeah. the same as on an eighteen wheeler. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. 
I think that's that's what he was telling me. I think it was like two thousand a month or something. Oh yeah. Like that. Was like something but crazy. you make it though. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason that you shouldn't make five to ten thousand a week. Well, see, the thing was, it was like you don't have to to pay the two thousand when you don't have the contract yet. If that's where that's a, that's that start. And I know it's startup. It's that startup fee that sort of gets people like, yeah. you know, I might have to pay that two thousand dollars for like three or four months. Yeah, before I actually get my first contract. So now I'm paying six, eight thousand dollars out of my pocket for insurance when I don't have that first contract. That's what's kind of scary about the whole thing. But they they got so many uh, loading boards like that, Mm -hmm. DAT. I mean, they got loads for days. And and you really, and and you can actually negotiate which load. Most people trying to get the the shorter loads. Yeah. But they pay the most money. Okay. A lot of people ain't trying to do those long hauls in a hot shot. Yeah. Um, okay. Put too much wear and tear on your truck for one thing. Yeah. And then you got to pay all the tolls that you go through. And damn so toll fees are if you can now. get your local contract, <laughs> yeah. but like I said, start out with that board. And then there's so many boards on there. I mean, it's just loads. You just scroll through and just pick what you want and okay. call the broker and negotiate. Okay. I'm a, yeah, I'm the, the work is there. I'm going to get your number and talk to you online. That's the worst they do. They tell you no. about this. Yeah. <laughs> giving too many people. We're giving too much information right now. <laughs> giving competition information right now. <laughs> it's out there. It's out there. I thought we were supposed to tell the community what they can do. Well, hold on. The community got to wait now. Hold on. Let me get mine first. Then you can do what you want to do. <laughs> that's the problem. That's your problem right now. you selfish. What was that movie? you selfish. Y'all, let me get mine first. Then y'all can do what you want to do. you selfish. <laughs> Vito, yes, sir. Thank you, my brother. Hey, man, I thank y'all, man. To God that. be the glory, man. I mean, I, I thank you for the opportunity, and you can never be to you know be scared to confess before man the Lord, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always knew that this was gonna be my calling. I ain't gonna say you know a preacher or anything, but motivational speaker or you know be able to, to minister just to share your testimony and uh, I love doing it mm-hmm. I love doing it I mean I'm, I'm really excited about that because hey, I, I do want to see people if I can help somebody make a difference I'm, 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 I'm there for them bro so you, you, you are the walking you, you look like you have been touched by something by God by an angel like What's in you? It's it, it just like it's oozing to come out to help somebody, to 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 let somebody know that where they at is not the final destination. No sir, no sir. Y'all, y'all got to set it up in Athens, man. Y'all y'all have to, y'all have to set this up in Athens. They want you. I yeah. mean, you have Vito, to set this up in Athens. Vito. <laughs> It's time to go on to the back to the classic because well, they, they they need to see you, man. I'm definitely coming down through there, and it's gonna be real soon, bro. Yeah. Whether it be to the, uh, you know, me and Treat had been talking about, you know, kidding, uh, definitely the, the Clause and the Steve Show football game. Yes. The Lord's willing, we'll be there for that, and uh, yes, and try to catch some of the Georgia games and and uh, get in there early where I can get out and 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 you know meet people. Yes. Yeah. Because I I don't really really know where nobody stay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know oh, what yeah. I mean. Oh, and, yeah. they, and they say Athens done changed so much. I probably get lost. Well, he, uh, <laughs> UGA done took it over. Man. UGA done took it over. So y'all, they, they said they got a uh, what you got? Got a baby spaghetti junction in our name yes, in Athens. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't. I ain't, I ain't been at all. <laughs> hey, but that love stick, man. I, 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 I promise you. Since I posted this, the love 
and and just people just want to touch you, say something to you. I mean, the love is there. The love is there. And like yeah. Tip said, the kids need to hear your story. Classic City need to hear your story. That see the show need to hear your story, man. <laughs> hey, man, I I thank you. It's all good, bro. I thank God for you. I thank God for the opportunity for you to be here and for him allowing you to come here. Because um, when I called you and asked you to do this, you said you had to talk to God. I say, that's good. Because I ask him every day to order my steps. And this couldn't be nobody but him. Thank you. It's all good, bro. Thank y'all. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate Anybody it. Anybody got any other questions? Any other questions for? Nah, I just tell you, anytime you're in the area, yes. or anytime, it's always anytime you feel in your spirit to come up here, it's always open. Come on up. Man. I appreciate it. Come man. on up. The door's wide open for you. Just you don't even have to give us a a, a heads up call. Just walk up here and we see yes. you. Hey, come on. We got a chair for you. <laughs> Just come on up. We got you, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, B-Dog. You're right. part of the family, man. All yes. right. Hey, y'all. So when you, Rick? He about that time. He did. Sweet the flows. Time to clean the clippers. Marcia, since you done came up here, you ain't came up here to see me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she ain't come up here to see me. I think it's only right. Uh, it's only it's, right. It's only right. It's the bathroom. The, the, the bathroom is yours. The bathroom is yours. Yes. The shop is closed. Get out. Peace. Talking random.